everybody, thanks for tuning in to All for the Kingdom Godcast. I'm excited, this is our fourth podcast, so thank you guys for taking time out of your busy day or your night, but today is a special episode, it's actually going to be with my main girl and my girl, Beck. Hey guys. So I'm very excited, she is going to be asking me questions today. Instead of me blabbering on, she's going to be asking questions about my life, some things I like, all kind of different stuff. Some of the things I don't even know what she's going to be asking. So this is going to be something where you'll be able to get to know me, who I am, and maybe what you've always wanted to know about me. So I'm going to give her the floor right now. All right, you guys. It's so nice to be here. So we have a couple questions for you, Kyle. First question is going to be, what is your why in life? Meaning, what drives you every day and what goals motivate you for the future? So, I feel like that I have a goal of wanting to help people. No matter whether that's through being a Christian. No matter that's whether being that I can do something just to help someone in their life for something during the day or something during a bad night or something that's going on in their life for a long period of time or something that's going on for a short period of time. I want to help someone and I truly believe that when you give out positive energy or you give out positivity, you'll each receive positive energy and you'll receive positive things into your life. So I am very passionate about doing Periscope. I do Periscope every night, seven days a week, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., where we take questions and hang out and just kind of do all kind of topics, and sometimes I even teach, so it's a fun thing. But my, my main goal in life is to help people and to lead them to God or lead them to a solution to give them a better life. So with that being said, Kyle, what prompted the 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. time schedule that you selected for your broadcast? Um, You know, why did you start Periscope and what do you see your role as the host? Like, what's your purpose? So the reason I started uh, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is because I believe that that's when people are up late at night, either can't sleep or getting in late from work or an event and just want to relax but most of all, it's when people are hurting the most. And I believe that I, with God's help, can always help someone in need. And there's a lot of people that are hurting that are just looking for somebody to not necessarily tell them what to do, but to listen to them or to give them advice. So 10 to 2 is a very good idea. So my goal and my purpose is to lead people to God and to help them, like I said earlier, but I believe that the role that I take is almost as a moderator or as someone that helps people to know what to do, what to do in each situation and to kind of be the big brother, the big sister, the dad, the mentor, whatever it may be, but The reason is I want them to know that they're loved and I want them to be able to feel free to be encouraged and know that they're not going to be negatively 
judged or be hurt in any way in my Periscope broadcast. So that's why I started it, and that's my goal, is to make everybody be encouraged and everybody feel safe, secure, and be able to just relax. Is there anything in particular that you do each day or night to prepare yourself for a broadcast? Yes, absolutely I do. That's actually a very great question. So I study a lot. I I study different religions, different uh, philosophies, different things that that go on in the world and try to keep up with everything. I think that's great. So adding on to that, Kyle, what do you do each night after the broadcast ends? So people think probably that I uh, look very relaxed and stuff, but actually I get a really big adrenaline rush. And so I need to at least watch TV or, crazy enough as it sounds, go on eBay and buy very, very random things like (laughs) pens or glasses or now kind of getting into old t-shirts. So nothing over three bucks, just the cool old vintage stuff. Nice. I love eBay. Um, Let's see here. So, you know, since you do this so much and so often, do you get paid from Periscope? Do you make any money? No, and and that's also a big misconception that people think that it's like YouTube or some of the other places out that you get paid um, per person or per hit or anything like that. But actually, I don't. Actually, I pay out every month. And so does Kent, who I'll speak about a little bit later on. But, uh, yeah, so I actually pay out of pocket every month for a phone. And what this phone is for is it's an emergency contact phone. So people that are suicidal or that need to get a hold of me and that need a one-on-one connection. So I keep that open every month. Well, I think it's really great that you keep that phone open. I know that I see you on it often trying to get back in touch with people. So... With that being said, what do you do for a living? <laughs> so that's another good question. So I'm a session musician, or uh, basically I can play pretty much every instrument that's stringed except for the banjo. So I go out and I play on records, or I fill in for people in bands, or I go play in bands. But right now I am called, and I feel like God is put me uh, here doing 10 to 2 on uh, Periscope or to help people right now. So I put my music career on the side for right now and I'm just concentrating on helping people. That's great. Um, Do you think that in the future you'd be interested in speaking at any churches or conferences at all? Absolutely. That's actually one of my goals and aspirations is I want to be able to reach the masses. And I want to be able to do that all for the kingdom. I want to be able to do that to help people and to encourage people that you do not have to live a downtrodden life. That you can actually live a life off of being good, positive, and loving God and still not get ran over. So you mentioned Kent earlier. What role does he play in Periscope? You always refer to him as your 50-50? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he is my 50-50, meaning that nothing happens in that scope without me going through him first. He uh, is someone that when I very first started scoping, that he offered to help me out 
little did I know that he was going to be a godsend and that he would come such a huge part in my life. He does all the technical work. He creates the website. He maintains it. He pays for that website every month. He does all the technical side of everything. He also is my moral support too on several things. Uh, also, he's a genius and a scientist. So it's always good to have somebody like that on your side. I know that I feel more comfortable and I definitely feel a lot smarter when I'm around him. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so how did Trust Your Kyle start? So that's a funny story. So uh, back when I started, I used to actually, I wanted to do it so bad, but in my house, I didn't have Wi-Fi for a while. So I would actually go up to Starbucks and hijack their Wi-Fi. I would sit in their parking lot from 10 to 10 to 2 and use their Wi-Fi and people would come in the room asking questions and one girl in particular came in and said she had a question but she needed honesty. She wanted me to tell her the truth. And so I told her the truth and she appreciated it and she thanked me for that. And I said, don't worry. I said, just listen to me and remember to trust your Kyle. And so she put up hashtag trust your Kyle. So what I have adopted that to and what that name has been given to me by others, it's not by me adopting it, but it's by others giving me that name. What it means is that I'm going to tell you the truth no matter what, whether it's going to hurt, whether it's going to maybe make you think deeper, or whether it's going to maybe upset you for a little bit. I'm never going to lie to you. I'm always going to tell you the truth about everything. So I've been in the room before when you've had hundreds of people in there and you manage many people every night so how do you handle the negativity that you receive for people who just come into your room wanting to cause trouble um does it affect you at all does it make you feel bad how do you deal with that right so i would so every night before that i go on i pray i pray for god if i just can help somebody please let me help somebody if I never find out that I've never helped somebody or have ever helped somebody, just allow me tonight to help somebody. And I also ask that God will send people in with questions. So, yeah, I do get a lot of trolls. I do get a lot of bad comments. I do get a lot of negativity. I do get a lot of flack from people, but it's all something that I'm used to, and it's all something that I've encountered I've been doing it for 14 months, so I have a little bit of experience with that and a little bit of experience with a whole lot of different kind of people coming in and saying different things. So, yes, uh, I have heard it all, and I've probably been called everything in the book. So tying it into my next question, um, you always say it's all for the kingdom. What does that mean? So, me and Kent, when we first connected and started getting uh, together and talking about going forth with this broadcast, we made sure that no matter what our goal was, no matter what happened, that we would do everything we could 
all for the kingdom of God. It talks in the Bible about all God's children are in his kingdom, the kingdom of God. So we feel like we want to represent God's people and also do it in excellence. So that means that if somebody does something that's negative, we want to try to turn it into something positive. So we say that it's all for the kingdom, meaning that it's all for what God would want us to do in everyone's lives, including ours. That's great, Kyle. I love that answer. So how do you feel about having to answer a lot of the same questions every night? So I do I get a lot of questions, and I do get a lot of the very same questions every night, but the thing that I have to remember, and everyone has to remember, is that there's always someone new coming in. So what may be an old question to someone will be a very new question to someone else. Uh, there's been many a times where people have came in and asked me the same question two or three times in a row, but has been unaware because they just joined the broadcast. But whatever I have to say, I feel is important enough that if they're asking me that question, that no matter if I've said it five times or 50 times, I should respond to them and answer their question and help them out. That's what I'm there for. And that's what family does, is you always make room for your family members. So you always refer to your followers, or your viewers, I should say, as family instead of your followers. So why do you refer to your viewers as family? The reason I do that is because I believe that it's not disrespectful, but I believe it's a little demeaning to call people followers because I don't view myself above anybody else. I'm not a rock star. I'm not famous. I'm not looking to be all over the world and to be praised. I'm just one beggar showing another beggar where to get the bread at. And I don't want people to think that I'm just trying to amass a bunch of people to look cool. All I'm trying to do is amass friends and family. And I believe that everybody can use good friends and great family and that's exactly what I have is great friends and great family that I call call family. What would you say has been your greatest reward out of all this experience so far with Periscope and social media and connecting to people all over the world? So when I started out I figured that I might help a few people because my whole lifetime, I've always been able to talk to people very well. People have always came to me for counseling or for advice or for help about different situations. But I always told God if he wanted to use me in that manner, then that he was going to have to make a special way for that to happen. And that's what I believe happened with Periscope. I believe that the greatest reward is the fact that there's been over... 190 people documented that have received salvation from God. And so the way that me and Kent look at that is is one soul is worth 14 months of going after and doing everything that we can every single night, seven days a week, 10 to 2, all the effort that we put out. We believe that if only one person has gotten saved or helped, then that it's totally worth it. 
as of to date, there's been about 190 people that have gotten saved. So, to me, that's very well worth it. That's amazing and definitely worth it, I would agree for sure. So, what do you feel like sets you apart from the other people on Periscope who do the similar kind of thing as you? So, I don't ever like to talk bad about anybody, but I am very consistent, and I've been told that I'm there every single night. I do a lot of things that are different. I don't believe in bringing an actual Bible into my Periscope, because I don't believe that people need to just be told scriptures and then have to go off on their own. I believe in one-on-one communication. That doesn't mean that I don't use scripture because I've memorized scripture and I can tell you where to go in scripture. But some people just need to be told face-to-face or need to be told that they are understood that I've been in their situation or that I know people that's been in their situation and I'm not running down anybody that does use the Bible in any other rooms or reads out of it or anything like that. That is a diverse thing that's great about Periscope is you get to choose different rooms. I also am very blunt in what I say. I will tell you how I feel and I will also not allow people to be negative or discouraging in the room. So therefore, that's what I try to do to set myself apart on Periscope, is to be one that somebody that you can trust that will tell you the truth, but knows what they're talking about, and that is unique in the way that I can put myself in your shoes and also be able to relate to your problem. So over the last 14, 15 months, and you've had this experience, looking back, what is one thing you wish you would have known before starting your broadcast? That's a really, really great question. So I never knew it would come to be as big as it was as it is today. And so the thing that I would look back and I would say, always keep calm and cool. Because there's been many times in the past where I've worried and I've let myself get anxiety about what may happen or what may not happen or how to control things. And I have to always remember that God is in control and that no matter what, whether it's the amount of people in the room, whether it's what we're going to talk about, whether it's about things that go on, that always God is in control and God will take care of everything. Amen, that's for sure. Um, So what do you think has been your saddest moment on air and then, of course, your happiest moment on air? Start with your saddest first. So, like with anything else, when you're in a group of people that you consider family, someone is going to have a tragedy or get sick. And I can tell you that there's a lot of prayer requests that I do in there. And there's a lot of people in there that want me to pray. There was a little girl there and she had gotten cancer. And I truly believed that she would be better. And she did not. She ended up going home to be with the Lord. And I really took that personal because I believed with all my heart that that would happen, that she would be healed 
and be okay. So that would probably be my my most saddest time in Periscope is to lose a family member or to have to experience another loss or a grief that I felt before through someone else. But thank God, prayer does work and I've seen many, many great things happen. Some of the things that I've seen that are the coolest are me getting into a passionate debate or something that's very passionate with someone with something that I don't believe with and somebody just interrupting us and saying, hey, sorry to interrupt you guys, but can I get saved? So it's almost like I don't realize that I'm going off a topic or that I'm not knowing what I'm talking about, but people will come in and God has directed them to get saved and he's using me and Kent to be able to be a vessel that they can get saved through. So I've literally had people come in there and stop me instead of me having to ask them if they would like to pray for salvation. They've asked me, hey, can you pray for me for salvation? And once again, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. All for the kingdom. Yes, (laughs) definitely. So we've had some serious questions, but now we have some fun ones. So just brace yourself. You're not prepared for this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So sum yourself up for me in three sentences. Only can know three sentences worth of information about you. What would I need to know? I would say somebody that you can always rely upon to tell the truth that will always be there for you and always will have your back. Someone that will always be there that can come to you and be able to know that I will never stab you in the back. I'll stab you in the front. And three... (laughs) You're kind of going over three, but I'll let you throw a bonus uh, one in there. Okay, okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, So the third, I would say, is that I will always lead you down a good, encouraging path. Never down the wrong path. Very good answer. Um, Let's see here. So, you're going to a movie, all right? Okay. What are you going to eat there and drink there? You're sneaking something and you're being sneaky. So, what are you going to go to 7-Eleven and get to sneak into the movie? Well, first of all, I'm not going to 7-Eleven. I'm going to Kane's Chicken. Oh. And I'm getting Kane's Chicken Fingers. With extra with Kane extra sauce. extra Kane sauce. And an extra toast. And extra toast. I knew it. Yep. Yep. You know me well. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so, I guess since you brought up food, um, I have here, I wanted to ask you, what would your last meal be? You must be descriptive. So, start to finish, like, what are you going to have to eat? What are you going to drink with this meal? Mm -hmm. Are you going to have a roll? Is it going to have butter or jam on it? What are you going to have for dessert? So, what would your last meal be from start to finish? So... You probably already know if you've ever seen me that, you know, I can probably eat a little bit. Yeah, I probably figured that out by now. So I would probably go to Freebirds. I would get a (laughs) extra monster. uh, Super monster. Super monster. Yeah, even better. And get the Spanish 
Spanish rice with the spinach yes. tortilla. Yep, yep. Right, with refried beans, with steak, extra steak, queso, <laughs> extra queso. <laughs> oh my goodness. On top of queso with more queso. So basically a queso burrito. A little bit of burrito with your queso. Exactly, yeah. exactly. With tomatoes, sour cream, and that's pretty much you left it. Out. You left out the shredded cheese. Oh, the, the, the extra, extra cheese. Right. Yes. Then I would head on over and grab me a nice, big, juicy steak and a baked potato. Not just a baked potato, but baked potato skins. Probably from TGI Fridays. I love their potato skins. So I would get that, and then I would head over and get kolaches from Dunkin' Donuts because oh, yes. everybody knows it doesn't matter if it's 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. you can have a kolache <laughs> and that's for sure so if I had to do that I'm not a big dessert eater but when I do eat desserts I do enjoy ice cream so I would get vanilla ice cream but I would only get bluebell so if you're hearing this you don't know what bluebell ice cream is I'm sorry I can't even explain it to you. It's just a Texas thing. So you left out your drink. What are you gonna? What are you drinking to wash all this queso down your throat? A cherry coke, nothing less, <laughs> and nothing more. Do you want a straw or no straw? No straw. No straw. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. So, dream vacation. Where would you want it to be? So I would want to go to Colorado. And I would want to have a cabin with lots of snow and get snowed in. Be able to just have a fireplace and some board games and have the most beautiful girl and woman in the world right here back beside (laughs) me. And be able to go and just be ourselves and just play games, laugh, and have fun like we do actually here in Texas but I love snow I love it being cold I love cabins I love being in the woods when it's snowing not hot but yes Colorado would be my choice I think and I would love to go with you there for sure I'd make you some homemade like blueberry pie or something or cheesecake I don't know yes (laughs) so what's your favorite childhood memory I would have to say being with my brothers and riding around on our bus or uh, just being with my brothers and my family on stage singing and playing music in different churches. Uh, I have a lot of different memories of, of being pretty much in every state in the United States and just having fun, just growing up as a child or around uh, three wonderful, wonderful big brothers, a good mother and father, good family uh, that taught me well, that taught me how to be a good man, to love everyone no matter what color they are, no matter what they do or don't believe in, no matter what their sexuality is, no matter what they have achieved or not achieved, but to just love people and love people for who they are and not for what they've done. So those are some of my greatest memories is of being able to go around to different places and meet different people and see their lifestyle and the way that they've lived. And by bus, you mean y'all's, your family tour bus that y'all would have? Yes, actually, a right. tour bus like you would see 
on TV where it has a bathroom, bed, and kitchen in it, and everything else, too. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, a couple of would-you-rathers, so brace yourself. Oh, here we go. Would you rather eat a spider, a big old hairy, like, tarantula-style spider, mm-hmm. or eat a lizard? Now these, now, these creatures, these animals, are not cooked, no seasonings. They're just pick them off the ground and put it in your mouth. I'm going to say that choice <laughs> number two. A lizard? A lizard. Because I heard that lizards taste like chicken. So, I would rather eat there's something a lot that tasted like chicken. There's a lot more guts and blood, though, right there. That's okay. If it tastes like chicken, uh. it's better than fur. You just have scales. <laughs> yes. And a tail. Right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Skydive or bungee jump? Neither. You have to <laughs> You have to pick one. So, I would be the person that forgot to pull the cord or <laughs> would um, have a heart attack or stroke out in the middle of the air and hit the ground flat. <laughs> People would wonder what happened. Um, but... So I guess I would have to default to bungee jumping, which is something that I aspire to never do. So I agree. Yeah. So um, would you rather be feared or respected? Definitely respected. Because a lot of people believe that if you're feared, then people will do what you want. When what you should really be thinking is that if you're respected people will be willing to do what you want. There's a big difference because the Bible says we don't have this spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I don't want anyone to ever have a spirit that God didn't even create himself. So I would rather be respected and known as a good man and have people that can come to me and that I can also ask favors for and can ask also to do things and have them do it because I've been a good person and they respect me. So it's about the best answer I can give on that one, but it's a great question. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Let's see here. If you had one superhero power, what would it be? Good question. I think everybody in the world would love to be able to fly. I can remember talking to my brothers about this and I think we all agreed at one time that the ability to um, fly would be the coolest thing in the world to just be able to jump up like Superman and uh, go around the world and fly if you wanted to so um, now if you would have asked me that back in my teenage years I would have probably said I wish that I could turn invisible I'll just let you think about that one yourself (laughs) I love it Um, let's see here what is your favorite scripture Jeremiah 33 3 says call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you have never thought of to me that covers all bases that means that if you call unto God that he will show you things that you've never thought about that you've never even been able to think about so my desire is that God will show me and take me to places and things that I've never thought about so I try to be open to God and I try to let God lead and guide me in every way that I go 
So when I give it to him and I say Jeremiah 33, 3, I'm asking God to do just that, to show me great and mighty things only that he can do. That's beautiful. Um, well, we kind of went over your last meal, but I'm still going to ask you this question. I hope you have a different answer. Okay. But if you don't, it's okay. So, what is your favorite restaurant, and when you go there, what do you order? So, I am the king, and I'm putting a challenge out. I am the king bowl stacker at Genghis Grill. I know how to stack a bowl to where they can put it in two different containers. I know how to pack the meat. I know how to put the vegetables in. I know how to stack the bowl the highest. That the cooks even get mad at me for having to cook so much food. So I would have to say Genghis Grill is my go-to grub on that one. So for those who don't know what Genghis Grill is, tell them real quickly what it is. So Genghis Grill is where you can take a bowl of your choosing, small, medium, or large, and I'm sure you probably guessed by now, I choose a large bowl, but you put as much protein and as much vegetables in it as you can, and then they put it on a hibachi grill and cook it up with noodles or anything that you want, like rice. So it's kind of a hibachi grill steakhouse. So you can get all kind of meat, chicken, pork, steak, all kind of different things. Then you can choose side items like vegetables, tomatoes, which I stay away from because, well, I claim to be allergic to vegetables. <laughs> okay, so what is your guilty pleasure song? I mean, I'm talking about Hanson or Dustin Bieber or Atlantis Marcet, which I'm sure is yours. So tell the world, Kyle, what is your guilty pleasure song? So I, I'm sure that I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this one, but probably you ought to know from Alanis Morissette, but, but uh, I do not claim that it's about an ex or anything like that. If you really want to know the truth, it's actually Get Jiggy With It by Mr. Will Smith. Yes, I love that song. I definitely agree with you. Okay, so we're in the last portion of this little interview, and you got to be quick on your feet. All right, guys. All right, you ready for this? Yes. All right. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Chipotle or Freebirds? Freebirds all the way. <laughs> Target or Walmart? Target. Sun or snow? Snow. Snow? Okay. Uh, white chocolate or dark chocolate? White chocolate. Drive-in movies or dinner theaters? Dinner theaters, definitely. I agree. Um, comedy movies or action? Action movies. Thor or The Hulk? The Hulk. <laughs> uh, Batman or Superman? Superman. Taco Bell or Taco Casa? Taco Casa for the win every time. Paper towels or washcloths? Washcloths. Drink out of a cup or a bottle? A bottle. Always. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly or just a peanut butter? Just peanut butter. No jelly. Baseball or football? Football, definitely. Hot dogs or nachos? Nachos. Stargazing or bird watching? Stargazing. <laughs> <laughs> Snow cones or ice cream? Snow cones. Here's a hard one for you, okay? Okay. Sonic or Whataburger? 
Sonic. Oh my word. I'm offended. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last one. Are you ready? Yes. It's going to be a real hard one. Okay. Drums or guitar? I would have to say guitar, but I do play some mean air drums, though. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Well, my love, thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for actually coming on and doing this for me. You know what? I thought of one more question I did not ask you. Sure. What's your favorite quote? That's actually uh, very good because I could name about five of them, but one that comes to mind is... People were made to be loved, and things were made to be used. Now, things are being loved, and people are being used. And I think that's very, very timely of what we're going through in the country and the world today. Is that instead of loving one another, we're using each other to promote politics or something that we think is right. Obviously, we're not always going to be right all the time, but we do have to remember that we all have to share the planet Earth, so why not just get along? So, But anyway, guys, I hope that you had as much fun as I did, and I'm very grateful for my one and only Miss Beck right here, more beautiful than Megan Fox and Jessica Biel put together, and that's the truth. But like I'm saying, come join me. I'm giving you a personal invite every night, seven days a week, from 10 to 2 a.m. on Periscope. Music Man 7-8. You can come sit back, relax. You can ask questions, get advice, or just come be a part of the family that I talked about earlier. Also, you can go to my website. If you ever want to get in contact with me, go to thekylemack.org. That's T-H-E-K-Y-L-E-M-A-C dot O-R-G. And also, we have t-shirts. We have books you can download. We have the podcast link, obviously, and we have videos. Also, if you feel that, I don't like to talk about it a lot, but there is a PayPal donate button. What does that do? It goes all towards the ministry. I talked earlier about all for the kingdom. That money is all for the kingdom. It's not to go out and buy brand new clothes, guys. So you know what? Thank you for listening. That's all that I like, and that's all that I expect from you is just to come hang out, subscribe, check me out, and you know what? Remember to love one another, and remember, I'll be talking to you, and so will God.